Welcome to Bite Size Bible Studies. I'm Brother Luke. If you haven't been here with us before, our goal is to spend a few minutes together in God's Word, let it activate our minds, touch our hearts, and start to transform our souls. Uh, we are in the book of Acts, and tonight we're going to be looking at Acts chapter 14, starting in verse 8. And we're going to look at a passage that to me really calls out and highlights the spirit of a disciple, the spirit of, of a humble Christian follower. Because the focus as a Christian is not your own legacy. It's not how people look at you and think of you. Your goal as a Christian, if you're truly just a passionate disciple, is not for people to look at you and go, you're awesome. Your desire, your hope is that people will look at you and go, your father is awesome. Your father is amazing. And so in Acts chapter 14, verse 8, we're going to see that reflected, the spirit where it's not about hey, am I awesome? Am I great? But rather, it is about, do other people look at us and see the glory of our Father? And so let's just jump right in. We're in Acts chapter 14, starting verse 8. And we're following Paul and Barnabas as they're going around preaching and sharing the gospel. And it says, And in Lystra, a certain man without strength in his feet was sitting, a cripple from his mother's womb, who had never walked. This man heard Paul speaking. And Paul, observing him intently and seeing that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, Stand up straight on your feet. And he leaped and walked. Now when the people saw what Paul had done, they raised their voices, saying in the Lyconian language, The gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. And Barnabas they called Zeus, and Paul Aramis, because he was the chief speaker. Then the priest of Zeus whose temple was in front of their city, brought oxen and garlands to the gates, intending to sacrifice with the multitudes. But when the apostle Barnabas and Paul heard this, they tore their clothes and ran in among the multitude, crying out and saying, Men, why are you doing these things? We also are men with the same nature as you, and preach to you that you should turn from these useless things to the living God, who made the heaven, the earth, the sea, and all the things that are in them when bygone generations allowed all nations to walk in their own ways. Nevertheless, he did not leave himself without witness in that he did good, gave us rain from heaven and fruitful seasons, filling our hearts with food and gladness. And with these sayings, they could scarcely restrain the multitudes from sacrificing to them. So there's, there's two big pieces I, I want to call out in this story. And, and the first and foremost is, the humility and desire of the disciples to not be glorified themselves, to not be, be seen as great in the eyes of people. But what they desired and hungered for was that when they came and they preached and they served, is not that people would say Paul is great or Barnabas is great, but that people would say your God and his son Jesus, they are great. And I think this is something that we really have to think about in our own lives because I think there are some of us that have come to Christianity with a hunger and desire for the wisdom that is in this book. We come to this book and we realize that because it was written by a wonderful, perfect, wise God, that within the pages of this book is unbelievable guidance, unbelievable wisdom, unbelievable knowledge, and things that if we apply them to our lives, we will see success in many ways. And I think sometimes we, we see that and what we desire 
is for this book to give us our best lives now. And the problem with that is, is that's not really the focus. This book is not about people looking at you and going, you're awesome. This, this book isn't even necessarily about you having the best worldly life now. This book is about you having a deep and intimate relationship with God. And because of that deep and intimate relationship with God, there is a way that you live that brings glory to God. And so what I love about what you see happen here is Paul and Barnabas come in, they start ministering, they start serving, and they perform miracles in such a way that the people watching go, these men aren't men. These men walking among us are gods themselves. The people want to worship Paul and Barnabas. They want to praise them as gods. Instead of you seeing Paul and Barnabas being awestruck by this, instead of you see having them see this and go like, wow, this is amazing. People want to worship us. They immediately are enraged and terrified and they rip their clothes and they, they are as brokenhearted and frustrated as possible because the mission of their lives is not for people to think they're great. The mission of their lives is to have people see how great their God is. And so brothers and sisters, I think that's something we all need to think about in our lives. I think we all fall in love sometimes with what will our legacy be? How will I be remembered? Um, what, what will I leave behind? And the reality is, who cares as long as what you leave is a bunch of people who saw God at work in your life and you had the great ability to point people to your father. I mean, let's be honest. Legacies come and go. We barely remember people from days of past. So getting caught up in how you will be remembered or what you will leave behind often is a fruitless journey. What we should be looking at is how can I be used by God to build the kingdom? How can I be used by God to bring value that is eternal? And how do I let God work through me so that even through my sinful and broken self, there are these moments where the beauty and the awesomeness of God just shines through? I think there's an unbelievably beautiful goal that we should have. I think it's the, the spirit you see among the disciples where they have no desire to be seen as great themselves. They just humbly want people to see God at work in their lives. I think the second thing that's really interesting to me is if you look at how Paul and Barnabas share the gospel here, you'll see that it's a little bit different. They're preaching not to Jews. They're preaching to Romans. And so instead of appealing to Old Testament knowledge, what do you see them do? You see them talking to God the Creator. They point them to say, this is the God that created the heaven, the earth, the sea, and all the things that are in them, right? And so what I love here too is you see within Paul and Barnabas a desire to take their message and hold to the truth, but craft the message in the most articulate and impactful way for the people that they are talking to in that moment. And I think, brothers and sisters, that's another encouragement to us is that we have a mission, and our mission isn't just for us to, to profit off of the wisdom of God's word and profit from the love that he gives us, but for us to be witnesses that go out into this world, share the gospel, and help the kingdom grow. 
and for God to be glorified and for us to find ways to continue to be witnesses to the beauty, the power, and the awesomeness of God. And so I encourage you, hone your craft. Become a great evangelist. Become a great witness. Become someone who has different techniques and different tactics. Have someone who has explored the ways to best communicate the awesomeness of your God. Um, it has become too easy and too accepted in our culture to be a Christian who is terrible at sharing your testimony, to be a Christian who doesn't evangelize, uh, to be a Christian that doesn't share the gospel. And that's just not possible. That's not something we should be happy about. We were given a mission by our Lord, which was to go into the world, go into all nations, and make disciples. So let's get to it. Let's be good at it. Let's practice. Let's hone our craft. Let's let the Spirit speak through us. And let's go do what our Father, what our Savior asks us to do. Thanks for spending a few minutes with us. I hope that you are staying safe. I hope you're staying healthy. And may God use you greatly for the glory of the kingdom. We will see you soon.